Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Understand, greet, learn more about uh, cuisines, even, right? There's all of this that is attached, uh, all sorts of little folk cultures. There's all of this stuff because the church, the Orthodox Church, 2,000 years of existence means there's all sorts of stuff that has grown up around it. Many of it, much of it, good meet and write uh, for people uh, who are alive, who uh, feast, who fast, who lament, they will develop and there will be little customs. And so you can encounter all these little customs, little things that have grown up around the church that are directly flowing from the life of the church. And it is especially, I think, there is the zeal of coming into the church, and then there's always then uh, what I call the honeymoon being over at some point. Some people hit that uh, crash earlier than others. Uh, and then sometimes they never really make it out of that slump. Or they can be in the church for a long period of time, and then they just kind of take it for granted. Or there's an aspect of being in the church and zeal and everything where people hyper-focus on very specific things in the church. Like, what exactly, like, this is an invalid icon. This is, you do not do X. I read somewhere on the internet that there is uh, a canon against X, Y, Z, you name it. I read it somewhere. It's got to be true because I read it on the internet, right? Abraham Lincoln wrote it or something. <laughs> And so what I'm trying to get at is the Orthodox Church and all of its beauty and all of the many-sided aspects to it, uh, kind of like a person, right? You get to know somebody, especially if they have years of life, there's a lot of different sides to them. Some of those things you might wish to get filed down a little bit, maybe rubbed down a little bit, uh, but this is what the church is. And part of the challenge of being orthodox, I think, is, and it is, this is for anything, really, is majoring in minors or allowing ourselves to just be overwhelmed or take for granted all that we have and really miss the point, because there's ways in which you can miss the point. Focusing, majoring in those minors, uh, basically kind of coming, not really even struggling in the service, because this is the challenge for all of us, right? How, how often do we actually attend to something for 45 minutes, uh, much less Sunday morning or a vigil where our attention is completely dedicated to it? I, I bet most of us, do, many of us, don't even watch television without another screen nearby. Guilty as charged? 
right? We can't even pay attention to a movie that is made specifically to keep our attention on it. We have to have another thing, and then a side conversation too. Orthodoxy at its core, the real heart of it, is exactly the heart. It is the struggle to attend to God, to pay attention to God, to pay attention to reality, to not drift off into our dreams, our fantasies, or being able to not see the forest for the sake of a tree. Or just seeing a forest and not able to ever actually see any trees. The real core of orthodoxy, if you read the Fathers of the Church, if you attend to what the hymnody actually says, the services, is a constant warfare of paying attention to God, to actually coming into relationship with Him. To actually, in 45 minutes, this is why coming to the services, it's not magic. You don't come in and just kind of exist for 45 minutes in this space and then walk out and be sanctified. That's not to deny that there's power here of the Holy Spirit and God's ability to transform, or that there is in long patterns, little habits and ways in which God works on us but it really requires an interior effort to attend, to pay attention. The fathers talk about, especially with hymnody or reading of psalms, is to constantly find the words that are being said and attend, like wrap yourself in the words to attend to what is being said. Because you're not going to get it through osmosis. You aren't going to just kind of get, I kind of call something like this, like a divine download where God is just going to strike you with holiness or he's going to just give you enlightenment because you happen to show up. It doesn't work in our marriages. It doesn't work in our friendships. It doesn't work on the job, although most jobs now are spending half our time on Facebook anyways. But this is part of the broader challenge that it has for us that in our culture is just manifested and multiplied and multiplied. Distraction, distraction, distraction. And the demons and our passions love it because we just feed them with our judgments of others, with our anger, with our uh, displeasure, with our despondency instead of looking to faith and hope in God. And so... The services themselves can become dull. Uh, everything dulls when we feed our passions because the only thing that seems to actually get our attention, actually draw us to themselves, uh, it's like kids with sugar, right? <laughs> they just can't deny it. They can't restrain themselves. They have to have it. So the truth, the kernel, the heart of the matter is to constantly come down to that first principle of paying attention to God, to struggle, to bring your mind back, to bring your mind to settle in God, to having done that also to then, from that place, to be able to actually love, to be able to actually forgive, to be able to actually attend to others, 
Because if you don't attend to God, if you don't seek first the kingdom, if you don't uh, struggle, and it's a mighty struggle, it's not just happens here. This is kind of uh, coming in and getting 100% gasoline, right? This is like uh, going for a pit stop and having them change all of our time. This is what coming to church is, but the racetrack, the actual race happens outside of here that we need to constantly be coming back to those first basic principles. Jesus Christ says, Lord, I need to worship him. I need to pay attention to him, to his commandments, to bring my mind, to bring my heart before him regularly. This is why the fathers have the Jesus prayer as a constant companion, because they know, because they did it themselves, how distracted we are, or how much we want to attend to everything else but God. This is the pearl of great Christ. This is your heart. God's struggling to win your heart. This is what all of orthodoxy is, what the services are for, it's what the fasting is for, it's what the calendar of saints, it's putting St. Kyriakos before us. It, all of these things are there for our heart. Not for ideology, not for uh, interesting historical facts, none of that stuff really matters compared to what the actual Lordship of Christ, His Kingdom, the pursuit of it, our actual communion with God. So let us continually renew ourselves in coming to Him to focus on the one thing necessary, uh, the Kingdom of Heaven. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.